waterfront fancies by ben hacked from a thousand and one afternoons in chicago this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. reading by matt perard man's capacity for faith is infinite he is able to believe with passion in things invisible he can achieve a fantastic confidence in the unknowable here he sits on the breakwater near the municipal pier a fish-pole in his hand staring patiently into the agate-coloured water he can see nothing the lake is enormous it contains thousands of square miles of water and yet this man is possessed of an unshakable faith that by some mysterious legerdemain of chance a fish with ten thousand square miles of water to swim in safely will seek out the little minnow less than an inch in length which he has lowered beside the breakwater and so the victim of the preposterous conviction he sits and eyes the tip of his fish-pole with unflagging hope it is warm the sun spreads a brightly coloured but uncomfortable woollen blanket over their heads a tepid breeze reminiscent of cinders whirl idly over the warm cement strung along the pier are a hundred figures all in identical postures they set in defiance of all logic all mathematics for it is easy to calculate that if there are a half million fish in lake michigan and each fish displaces less than five cubic inches of water there would be only two and a half million cubic inches of fish altogether lost in an expanse containing at least eight hundred billion cubic inches of water therefore the chance of one fish being at any one particular spot are one in four hundred thousand in other words the odds against each of these strangely patient men watching the ends of their fish poles the odds against their catching a fish are four hundred thousand to one it is therefore somewhat amazing to stand and watch what happens along the sunny breakwater every three minutes one of the poles jerks out of the water with a wriggling prize on the hook how are they coming we ask oh so-so answers one of the fishermen and points mutely to a string of several dozen perch floating under his feet in the water thus does man by virtue of his faith rise above the science of mathematics and the barriers of logic thus in his fantastic belief in things unseen and easily disproved vindicated he catches fish whereby the law of probabilities there should be no fish with a whole lake stretching mockingly before him he sits consumed with a preposterous a fanatical faith in the little half-inch minnow dangling at the end of his line the hours pass the sun grows hotter the piles of stone and steel along the lake front seem to waver from the distant streets come faint noises on a hot day the city is as appealing as a half-cooled cinder-patch poor devils in factories poor devils in stores in offices one must sigh thinking of them life is even vaster than the lake in which these fishermen fish and happiness is mathematically elusive as the fish for which the fishermen wait and yet an old man with a battered face a young man with a battered face silent stoical battered-looking men with fish-poles a hundred two hundred they sit staring into the water of the lake as if they were looking for something for fish incredible one does not sit like this 
watching for something to become visible why because then there would be an air of suspense about the watcher he would grow nervous after an hour when the thing remained still invisible and finally he would fall into hysterics and unquestionably shriek and these men grow calmer then what are they looking at hour after hour under the hot sun nothing they are letting the rhythm of water and sky lull them into a sleep a surcease from living this is a very poetical thing for a hundred battered-looking men to attempt yet life may be as intimidating to honest unimaginative ones as to their self-styled superiors there are many types fishing but all of them look soiled idlers workers unhappy ones they come to forget to let the agate eye of the lake stare them into a few hours of oblivion but there is something else long ago men hunted and fished to keep alive they fought with animals and sat with empty stomachs staring at the water not in quest of nirvanas but of fish so now after ages and ages have passed there is left a vague memory of this in the minds of these fishermen this memory makes them still feel a certain thrill in the business of pursuit even as they sit stoical and inanimate forgetful of unpaid bills unfinished and never to be finished plans there comes this curious thrill a mouth tugs at the little minnow the pole jerks electrically in the hand something alive is on the hook and the fisherman for an instant recovers his past he is ab fighting with an evening meal off the coast of wales two glacial periods ago his body quivers his muscles set his eyes flash zip the line leaps out of the water another monster of the deep whose conquest is necessary for the survival of the race of man has been overcome there he hangs writhing on a hook there he swings toward his triumphant foe and the hand of the fisherman on the municipal breakwater trembling with mysterious elation closes about the wet firm body of an outraged perch a make-believe hunt that now bears the name of sport yes but not always here is one with a red battered face and a curiously practical air about him he is putting his fish in a basket and counting them two dozen perch want to sell them he shakes his head what are you going to do with them he looks up and grins slowly then he points to his lips with his fingers and makes signs this means he is dumb he places his hand over his stomach and grins again he is going to eat them it is time to go home and do this so he puts up his fish pole and packs his primitive paraphernalia a tin can a rusty spike a bamboo pole here is one then who in the heart of the still forest called civilization still seeks out long-forgotten ways of keeping life in his body he hunts for fish the sun slides down the sky the fishermen begin to pack up they walk with their heads down and bent forward like number sevens they raise their eyes occasionally to the piles of stone and steel that mark the city front back to their troubles and their cinder patch but and this is a curious fact their eyes gleam with hope and curiosity End of Waterfront Fancies by Ben Hatt